Hey, folks, hopefully you can hear me. Hope all is well out there. Um, Sir Charles, at your service. Uh, my co-host, none other than K-Fit. <laughs> How you doing today? Good, good, good. Great, great. Well, as Steve Harvey would say, we got a good one for you today, folks. But I'm not Steve Harvey, but we still got a good one for you. <laughs> we have none other than uh, professional expert, speaker, and LinkedIn expert. And I mean, she's an entrepreneur. She does several things, but those are the things that stand out. So I want to introduce to some and present to others none other than Miss Nina B. Miss Nina B, how you doing? I am great. I'm so happy to be here, Charles. You know, it's it's funny. I'm thinking about the first time we met. We were on the set of I think it was Cheryl, Cheryl Wood. Cheryl Wood mm-hmm. show. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And then we just kept crossing paths, you know, here and there in this virtual world that we all live in. So it's good to get you on my platform. Good to see how you know you're progressing, how things are unfolding for you, and. Um, I want to find out what's your come up story. <laughs> yes, wow. Indeed. So first and foremost, how you been doing? I'm doing great. Um, I just celebrated another birthday milestone. I'm still celebrating. Okay. And I will. I am happy to say that uh, my sons did me proud. They celebrated me like a queen, and it. You know, they even got some tears rolling. Wow. you know on so that 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 was special it was special well, blessings on another born day that's what's up for real mm-hmm. um you know i don't you know i got the idea of uh, this program called what's your come up story and i probably say it in one way or another every week and you know everyone has a story a message uh they've gone through <coughs> something good bad and indifferent but the blessing is not that we've just endured, but we can also pass that wisdom or share some of those nuggets with the masses and let them know. Be encouraged because if we've gone through uh, this atrocity, this uh, catastrophe, uh, this mishap, and these milestones, what is it that you cannot do? So that's why we're doing this today. And uh, you know, always uh, make my co-host the bad guy and I try to be the good guy. She comes up with the tough questions. <laughs> I so, try. I try my best. I won't lie. <laughs> okay. Well, look, we, we're so glad to have you on board, K-Fit. Love what you do, the way you do it. And we're going to jump right in. Are everyone ready? I think I'm ready. Okay. Well, let's, let's make it happen. So, K-Fit, let, what kind of questions do you have for Miss Nina B? First question, question number one. What would you tell the 18 year old you? Oh my goodness. Yeah. That black really is beautiful. Um, you know, growing up, um, being very dark skin and, 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 and full figured even pretty much all my life, you know, those were so, those were two things that really were presented to me in a very negative light and were pushed on me and just really saying, you know, you really are beautiful, that, you know, your fullness is a blessing, your skin tone is a blessing, and you can be anything you want to be, and you're not relegated to something that's minor. Mm -hmm. So just to dream the dreams, you know, full flight. Yeah, I, I think that would be what I would share. 
that's so powerful because you know I'm thinking back I mean way back when <clears throat> and they say <clears throat> excuse me children are cruel and children are adults are too adults are too <laughs> but the cruel thing about being a kid I remember because I am a in my assessment of myself a natural born introvert you know um I was the one that was always watching and desiring so desperately to fit in and I remember kids running the dozens and you know calling each other names and mm. um it, it was just crushing at certain points that we weren't lifting each other up we were putting each other down and it's like wow you know and it took me a while to really come into my own with my complexion um with excuse me um my abilities and finding what I'm good at. And I can totally relate, you know, whether it's size, um, openness, ability to draw, play a sport, you know, sometimes it just seems like you didn't fit. So yeah. I can relate on so many levels, man. You took me back with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. Me too. When you said that, I'm like, wow. When I was little, I always wanted to be light-skinned, light-skinned. Right. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. I was born in the early 80s, and we always thought light-skinned girls were cute, and all the guys liked them. They all had pretty hair, and it didn't matter what their flaws were. They were light-skinned. And look, now you're light-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. But you know what? It kinda, it Bravo, really, I love that one. No, it really kind of feeds into what's going on at the Olympics with the mental health, you know, and um, Simone Bynes, was it Bynes? What's her name? Biles. I think that's Biles. her name. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, her and, um, you know, several other athletes. Um, the cruelty or the uncertainty or the, or the attack, the intangible attack on your person, you know, or the uncertainty, the lack of acceptance on your person has a great impact on who mm -hmm. you are <clears throat> and how you come up and maybe how quickly you find yourself so you know there's a there's a link in my mind you know how this all works connects and you know helps mold us yeah and and it's interesting because as an adult now, I know you said, you know, children can be cruel, but some of my memories really come from words coming out of the mouths of adults. Mm. And I realized that it's, it was kind of like systematic and generational. It was just kind of passed down. And, and so we have an opportunity to really break that cycle. And, and, and hopefully the generations to come won't fight that same fight. Let's break that cycle. Let's, let's break mm -hmm. that cycle. And that's real. And, you know, the, you know, and the funny thing about breaking cycles, it's from a general, social, recreational, and a professional uh, basis. And mm -hmm. a lot of us really don't know that, yeah, these same mindsets have been actually passed on uh, time and time again. And, you know, I guess we don't think about it because we're just looking at what happened yesterday. Yeah, but what happened yesterday has been happening for ages, you know. And I look at some people and I tell them, I'll say, you know, you talk about how you or how we have been oppressed um, 
over time in the years. But what about when you get the opportunity to be the boss or the, the decision maker and you do the exact same thing? The mm -hmm. impression that you have felt, you make your own folks feel the same thing. Mm -hmm. mm. So sad. I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. My bad. I'm going to blame it on Miss Nina B. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think you're trying to steal my thunder here. Excuse me. No, it's no, no, my no, no, no. Please go ahead. <laughs> Let me get that uh, tape. <laughs> um, I have several questions. So um, you're helping me, you know, as you speak and respond, you know, kind of fill in the blanks with a line of questions. So I'm going to jump around a little bit. So my next question for you would be, if you could complete this sentence in your own words, um, you know, please do for us. So I'll leave a blank towards the end of this sentence. So I'm going to start it out as this. Life, liberty, and blank. Life, liberty, I, and I'll say, you know, of course, that the phrase is, is kind of common and you think, you know, life, liberty and the pursuit of justice or whatever. But if, once I push that aside, I'll say love, life, liberty and love. You know, so many things can be solved by love. And, and I don't want to make it a cliche, but starting with self-love. You know, sometimes the things we see, the behaviors we see, the experiences we have are really, you know, a reflection of self-love, both positive and negative. You know, when I think of, you know, what my sons did for me for my birthday, I mean, that was a reflection of the love that I have given to them and the love they felt for me and the confidence in who they are to celebrate someone else. And so the same applies with, you know, everyone. It's like sometimes the decisions we make, the experiences we have are really driven by love, whether it's in a positive or a negative sense. Beautiful. Now I want to ask you about those charming boys of yours. I asked all the guests the same question. Um, we're living in a pandemic. Um, despite the pandemic, the Black and Brown and Latino community feel we have experienced things other cultures and other backgrounds have not. So what do you tell your sons daily as they grow up to be young men? I'm not sure exactly how old your sons are, but how do you educate them about themselves and self-awareness in this world, you know, as they you know, blossom to relationships or, you know, careers, friendships. You don't have to say too much, but is there anything special you discuss with your sons, you know, as Black men? Yeah, I, I, my sons are, so I have two sons by nature and I have a host of sons by nurture. And so I had my two sons by nature that celebrated me on my birthday, as well as three of my other sons by nurture. And in all cases, I'm a big proponent of speaking positivity and destiny into their lives. So from the youngest time, I've always talked about them, you know, being chosen, them being destined, them having, you know, gifts and abilities that are designed to help shape and make and shape this world and, and their footprint. And God, you know, that they should walk as godly young men. And so, you know, we have conversations of what is happening in the world, 
but I, I choose to really seed into their mindset the possibilities of greatness that I see in them. And so even for like, I'll give an example of my youngest child, you know, um, he didn't do as well in school this past year, you know, COVID had its impact. But instead of saying, you know, I can't believe you did this, da, 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 I said, you know, this is not reflective of the CEO I know you are. Um, you are destined, to, you know, your CEO mindset, you are destined to own companies. And also recognizing that some of the people that you spend time with may not have that same trajectory. It's okay. I'm not trying to set you up to be, you know, an elitist. I want you just to be aware that there will come become points in your life where you'll have to make some choices because your destiny is calling. And so I that's how I talk to my children um, in this, you know, and I always have from when they were babies. I love it. So beautiful. Yeah, I, I asked my social that security uh, number and everything so that uh, she could talk to me that way. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's soon. Mommy, it's like, I am the king. I'm like, come on now. Talk that talk. Yeah, that's that's some good talk. I needed to learn that 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I and you know, that's really a reflection of what I feel is part of my calling and how I help even other people, you know, when I work with people, I have mentored many people, uh, whether formally or informally. And it is just, a, a, I think it's part of the gifting that God has given me that I see greatness in so many people and sometimes they just need someone to be their cheerleader someone to be their advocate and um, ironically enough my last name abdul wakil so abdul abdul wakil is arabic and abdul is uh considered like uh, a surname of sorts, like a prefix, is like a avic, uh, attribute of God. And so Wakil means advocate. And so it really is a part of my DNA to, to, to be an advocate, to encourage people, to, to encourage them to see something in themselves. I'm here for it all. I love that. That's really nice. So this leads me into my next question. Did anyone inspire you? Ooh, so, you know, that is a very interesting question and people have asked me that. And so I, and, and, and this question, this answer will show you one of my Achilles heels. And so everybody has them. So I am really bad with remembering names of people and things like that. So I won't name a particular person, but I will say that in my journey, there are several people who did for me what I feel called to do for other people. They saw something in me and they invested in me. And because of that, that encourages me to keep going and to make them proud. So I have some mother figures in my life, um, obviously my own mother, and then I have people like Mama Anita, 
um, Mama Dorothy. I have my my godfather. I have several, like what I call the council of elders that um, have invested in me. And so as a collective, they inspire me to keep going because they believe in me. Nice, nice. Um, I would like to ask you another question right behind that. Would you be able to tell us any of your weaknesses if you feel you have any? Oh, yes. <laughs> I am human. Um, you know, I may look like I'm not, <laughs> but I very much am human. I think my weaknesses, I overcommit myself. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those plus and minuses because you know, they say if you want something done, find somebody who's busy because they they're getting things done. But um, I tend to overcommit myself, and I'm learning um, even now in this stage in my journey around more self care and self. You know, having time for myself um, because you're not able to give your hundred percent when you are giving twenty five everywhere. You know, and so I, I, I'm still working on that. <laughs> okay, very understandable. My next question for you, if you can have an also ego, who would you be? Hmm. I can have an alter ego. Well, I mean... It the looks like an interesting question. The way you're looking yeah. at your face is a really interesting yeah, question I guess for you. The, thing, the funny thing is, okay, so um, I can't think of like a character or anything other than a character that I have made up where um, I have this alter ego character called Stephanie. And Stephanie is, you know, she's one of those kind of will say just about anything, act crazy the all the time and, you know, is just carefree and no responsibilities and, you know, it's just kind of the life of the party. And I guess that would, that's my alter ego because <laughs> I tend to be so thinking responsibly and planning and, you know, that's just, you know, so sometimes I think I overdo that that I miss the opportunities just to relax and have fun with things. So my alter ego would be like more like that. Okay, I can definitely dig it. I think we all kind of have an alter ego, even though we may not make it an official thing like Clark Kent, you know? <laughs> because from what I do as a professional speaker and uh, a content creator, you know, I'm known one way. But in my personal life, like off the computer, sometimes people that know me only from the early beginnings, they address me and I have to stop and think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, okay, who are you? You know, they'll call me by uh, a name they used to know me as. And I'm like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. It, it takes me like a millisecond. <laughs> now, I, I know I'm the same person, but I think because of our you know, for those of us that are entrepreneurs or those of us that have uh, business-oriented, you know, activities, sometimes it's it's a semi-shift. And I'm not ego-tripping or anything, but I have noticed that in real time, 
And I was like, yo, dude, what's up with that? You know, <laughs> just naturally so much always on um, business mode yeah. that when it's business mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, wow, I just noticed that about myself one day and I had to go, hmm, okay. Don't let your business. So there's like there's a crazy Charles somewhere, right? Right. Is that what? Right. <laughs> See, I'm a, I'm a feed into that. Yes, exactly. You know. <laughs> I'm telling. Okay, you. okay. No, but you know, it's, um, it's 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 really just like I am an introvert, and when I've told people that, they say, "Yo, you cannot be an introvert." No, I'm not now, but I am at mm-hmm. my core. You know, I went into into this yeah. world. As this kid wanting to know, trying to understand, wanting to fit in. And then when I started getting those answers and those good and bad experiences, you know, I found myself. So I'm a different cat now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm an introvert who's learned to be an extrovert, right? Mm -hmm. So people who did remember me from my childhood, you know, they, they remember the shy quiet Nina who, you know, hid behind her sisters and went the long way around the school. So she would try to minimize anybody paying attention to her. And people that know me now, they're like, I can't even imagine that, right? I can't even imagine. But that was still really me. Um, I have come out of my shell and I have learned because by, you know, just for survival, because what came with that is people underestimated me and people oh, yeah. made decisions for me and all this other stuff. So in order to shift that, I had to kind of come out of my shell and be, you know, make my presence known. Right. And so, yeah. <laughs> Who needs a show when you live in Royale, like in the colors you're wearing? Uh, yeah okay okay okay. well i think we all fall into that book because i think i'm definitely an introvert as well um and my mom is like you are not that anymore you're on facebook and instagram running in two piece in a in a workout outfit you're at the beach you're showing off and you're not shy anymore and you're telling people how to work out and you're selling yoga suits i'm like I'm not, I am really doing that stuff. I'm not that much, that so much introverted as I thought I was. Like, I am doing all those things. I am more confident. Like, I'm not so much, you know, so insecure anymore. So that's cool. We're going to play on that. That's really interesting. Well, one of the, one of the things that I learned around being an introvert, and it's not so much that you can't exist in the limelight and in front of people and all of that, but some of it is around how do you refuel yourself? Some people refuel and get energized by being around a lot of people. Some people need to kind of pull back and have their quiet time to kind of rejuvenate themselves. So that's one of the other different elements around being an introvert. I can relate. Yep, that's yours. You hit that on the point. Next question up for you is, do you believe in the American dream, meaning saying that you go work a job, so you retire, um, you save money for your kids to go to college, and then you give them the money, you get married, you have the dog in the house with the white picket fence, then you go on vacations and the 401k. Did you ever believe that, or have, have you always thought from jump, this is not the dream, the dream is to do X, Y, and Z, like, sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Um, sorry. So I think, you know, I grew up kind of hearing that storyline and some somewhat seeing it on TV, but I never really felt connected to it as something for me. I felt on a certain degree that those were milestones and elements that I wanted as far as, you know, getting married, having a family, getting a house, because it just seemed made sense as far as living your life. You know, I didn't feel like um, I had to do those things. It just was kind of the, the plan, so to speak. Um, I didn't believe that, um, you know, that's the framework of everyone's life. I, I became clear that I think because my mom was always doing something else that there was always something more and you all were given different abilities and your life could have different dimensions. And so that American dream seemed to be a box to me that was rigid and not allowed for the creativity of who you are as a person. Now, I mean, obviously I, I grew up, I went to college, I, um, you know, got a good job, you know, I remember when I decided, you know, I started out working for IBM and I decided to leave IBM and I went to another college uh, company. And I remember my grandfather having a, a, you know, a hard, hard time with it. Cause he's like, you know, no, you, you're with a good company. You stay there until you retire, you know, because that was the story that they believed is what was successful for life. And I was like, but I'm ready to do something different. And they're telling me that they are not going to let me move around because there's a business need for me to be in this spot. And I'm saying no. <laughs> and so, you know, I think early on, I was willing to, to make the leaps and make changes to what mattered for me and not for what was the, the structure. Now, I still am in corporate America and um, you know, some people that are, you know, and I'm an entrepreneur, some people feel like, well, you're, you're selling out because you're, you know, a real entrepreneur just bests out and, and creates their own thing and company and they don't, they're not an employee, which I think is an interesting dynamic because if you are truly successful as an entrepreneur and you build your business into a company, somebody's going to work for you because you're not doing it all your own. Right. right. <laughs> so, you got to be able to fuel your 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 business in between tough times, and it's great if you can do that. But it's I don't think you should be shunned for using a strategy that works for your business life and your and your your style. You know, um, if you have to rely solely on your business and your business is not doing as well as you would like it, and you get sick. Then you hear the real dun, 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 you know, so, mm -hmm. but I can also well, see it as a hindrance. However, that's a choice that each and every entrepreneur okay. must make, in my opinion. Well, I think that also gets into the question of uh, purpose, because for me, working where the work, the job I have, as well as my entrepreneur endeavors are all in alignment 
with my purpose and my calling. And so I don't see it as, you know, something that's pulling away because I help people even through the job I have. And so, you know, if we have people that, you know, are, if we're not a vehicle of support and help, then, and that's our purpose, then, you know, we're missing something. Mm -hmm. Let me interject to ask this question. Um, before you actually picked up your entrepreneur hat, what was one of your lowest moments, you know, that I guess either fueled or made you make the decision to become an entrepreneur in addition to everything else? Or what was one of your lowest points that made you realize you needed something or something more? Well, early on in my career, I wasn't a very good money manager. And so I found myself, although I was working full time, I was behind on my bills. And actually for a while, um, where I lived, I lived in an apartment. This is pre-kids and everything. I lived in an apartment that had, um, you know, electric and gas and my heat was gas everything else was electric and I, my gas was off for many, many, many months and no one knew it um, because I could not keep up with the bills. And I realized that I had to find something to supplement my income. And so, mm. you know, I had to look within myself and say, what can, what skills that I have that I'm not using in my nine to five because you didn't want to get into a conflict of interest. And then I realized there were so many that I never was using. And that kind of started me on my entrepreneurial path. Um, I've had different entrepreneurial endeavors over the years from um, sewing (laughs) and selling, you know, making clothes for people to, um, uh to graphic design work to you know now i'm doing you know kind of social media coaching linkedin coaching and things like that so over the years it has evolved but it becomes clear that you know we are so multidimensional. you know sometimes you know necessity is the mother of invention i had to feel find something to to add to my income gotcha see i think that's real and a lot of people you know, I, first of all, I appreciate your transparency. And that's part of the purpose of what we do here because everyone has gone through something. And if you watch, I would say probably 75%, if not more entrepreneurs, regardless of whether they have a job as well, it's always sunny. It's always a beautiful day. And nothing can be further from the truth. You know, mm-hmm. you've never had time where you didn't have any additional income coming in or where there were dry spells you know so it just really is what it is but in order to help people I think transparency is very important so I definitely appreciate your transparency absolutely Um, do you practice health and wellness on any level so it's a growth area for me Um, but I do have a morning meditation process, you know, I get up early and, um, I, I have several books that I use 
that I, I read and I, I pray and I meditate. And, um, and then I'm always in a mindset of spiritual awareness. And so that is part of my health and wellness, um, you know, routine. Okay, nice. Um, the next question I wanted to ask you is, in your own words, what would you say life is to you? In my own words, what is life to me? You know, since you've been an entrepreneur for years in various industries, you know, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses, you know, what do you feel this life is about for you? Some people may say life is like a Sims game. We are pawns and we don't have control. Some people may say mm -hmm. life is what you make it. So what would you say life is to you? Yeah, I think life is a journey um, that you're moving through um, moments by moment and city by city. And if you're in one place, know that it can change to another. Um, learn what you can learn at this stage in your journey and keep keep moving forward. Um, yeah, for me, life is a journey. Um, I don't know where the end will be, but I know that I've had experiences along the way. Okay, pretty interesting. Well, all the various things you've done over the years as an entrepreneur, is there something that you haven't done that you feel like you've missed your calling on that is something that you think you would have been really, really good at and you just ignored it or just paid it no mind and focused somewhere else instead that you really feel stronger than everything else you mentioned tonight? I don't know if I would say I would be really, really good at it. But it's definitely some that something that I want to do at some point in my journey. And that's really something with the music, the music in me. Um, yeah, I'm, I've Ooh. always loved singing <laughs> and, um, you know, love, you know, singing in the church choir and, and have sung on the stage from musicals and stuff like that. So I would love to, to have a, a, a stage in my, my journey where I really get to really double down in this, with the music in me and, and just see where it goes. When was the last time you've done something musical? It has been a while. Um, a couple of years. I mean, I sing around the house and stuff like that, but, um, you know, I was last involved with the choir, um, probably 2016. My my husband passed away, and it, and I really had to make some choices on you know where I needed to support my sons in in their life endeavors, and so putting that element was something I had put on hold at that point. So I got you, I got you. I never knew that. So are yeah. you an alto, soprano, contralto? I am a soprano. I am okay. a soprano. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever sing? Yeah. Lead? Yes, I yes I have. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm that third world that's like that. this right now. Soprano, alto, lead. Ah, what is all that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny that you, you you mentioned that because that's something that's been a part of my family's life for a very long time, and it kind of helped me find myself and define who I was. You know, um, you know, and something that I'm also currently looking at as far as you know giving some of my time to to um, 
you know, mm-hmm. tap into my God-given gifts. Um, every, I think everyone's got something. And uh, I, know I just got the umption to take another dance, as they would say. You know, if it was, life is a, like a dance or a game. So I'm taking another spin at it, you know, just to see what what happens. Uh, yeah, I got to keep you in mind yeah. so you, you can be made aware. Yeah, I have I have this vision of singing like some old standards, you know, with a, a trio or quartet, you know, old style stuff, you know. Um, so you're gonna make one me day. go off on a tangent. That's that. I, I'm already like <laughs> losing my train of thought now because when I took a break, I had a band and all that, right? I took a break, relocated, and I felt this gaping hole inside of me. And what it was was that I wasn't using my creative talents. And mm-hmm. when I tried to or began to resume, that's what I did. I did standards. You know, I got some standards, got some tracks. And I was like, See? sounds pretty good. And then I began going that route to poetry and standards. And, you know, I started going to venues that catered to the standards and singing with bands, you know, jazz bands, straight ahead jazz. And, um, that led to me getting back to the, I guess you could say kind of like mainstream because I like, I like the standards, but you know, it was really um, not my first choice, even though I did them well, but uh, yeah. So here we are full circle. And now we're looking back at uh, pop music, you know, or pop culture. Yeah. My son, my oldest son is a musician and he's got a band and, uh, you know, they've kind of got a eclectic style of sorts. And nice. um, I, every once in a while, I'll tease them. I was like, y'all let me know when it's my turn right. to step up to the mic, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really yeah. just get, totally mentally sidetracked now. See that? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like I was grinning because I'm like, I kind of know this, you know, what you know what he's talking about behind the scenes. I'm like, wow, I didn't expect her to say that. Like that's yeah, like just totally either, hit out right? of nowhere. I didn't expect that. <laughs> we gotta get that's her not at all. We gotta get her some um some some um recording software or something like that. Shit. Yeah. Um, uh, my next question for you, you know, is twenty twenty one and everyone in, out in the world and on social media saying, I'm out here living my best life. I want to live my best life. So I feel like that's a slogan that everyone knows right now. So if you could live your best life, what would that mean? You can explain to us. Well, living my best life would would be how would I describe it? You know, having freedom of time, um, being in a financial position where I could have uh, a team of people doing, taking care of the elements that I don't want to take care of and allowing me to really just walk in my lane of brilliance, which also involves really interacting with more and more people um, I, I love helping people and encouraging people. And so 
part of that that time would be that level of interaction, whether I'm training or, you know, motivational speaking and then having the freedom to kind of travel and go and, and take my sons to explore other areas of the world and, you know, just having that freedom of uh, and flexibility of time and resources. That is the best response I've heard to that question yet. I love that. Like no one has ever mentioned having the freedom of time. I don't. I don't think I've even thought about having the freedom of time because we all take time for granted every day. So I love that response. Thank you so much for that. My next question for you. Sometimes I feel like for me or for people I know, we all feel like we follow in our parents' footsteps in some way. Is there anything you took from your mother, your father, that to this day you can say you got that from them, whether it's a tool or a resource or, you know, within your entrepreneurship um, experiences or, you know, your habits? Is there anything, you know, you took with them, you know, from them that you implement today that's, you know, vital for your children or for you or that's relevant at all? I think um, for my mother, one of the things I saw growing up that she did so many different things. And then as I became an adult, you know, she still did different things. So I always felt like you're never too old to do something new. And so that's what my sons see me doing. And I see them recognizing that and, and I see them understanding that dynamic. And so I, you know, sometimes people think I'm so, I'm too old to do this. I'm too old to do that. I was like, I feel like I'm just getting started, you know? And, and mm -hmm. so I think I got that from my mom, seeing her, you know, raise my, me and my siblings and then, you know, working as a secretary and then she like moved all the way across the country and then she ended up being on you know local television and doing all kinds of stuff and becoming a photographer and this you know all of these things so that theoretically she yeah. would have been at the end you know like of her life she was just getting started and so i i learned those that from her you have right. it naturally so uh creative creator uh, mm -hmm. innovative uh, ability, talents, whatever you might want to call it. It's just in you. Yeah, it's, um, we, we're a very creative family and entrepreneurial family. Um, and most of my family is in the Philadelphia area at this point in time. Okay. And so we're on a group chat and we're always like sharing what's going on. And um, it's, it's amazing because um, you know, it's, it's what I would call, um, an incubator of, you know, of, of, of thought and, and abilities. And I, as a family, we're never like, oh, you can't do that. Right. You right. know, we never go down that range. We're like, okay, go, you know, what do you need to do? You know, and we all know that sometimes you try something that doesn't quite work out. Well, then you go try something else. And, exactly. and that's the thing I love about my family. We never go, well, you tried this and it didn't work. So what make you think this is, you know, we, know, we don't do that. Hey, folks, if you're just joining us, this is What's Your Come Up Story. And our guest today is Miss Nina B. Uh, she does a plethora of different things, uh, most notably speaking and 
uh, social media, LinkedIn expert. And if you have any comments or any questions, please, by all means, drop them in, whether it's about what we're speaking about or whether it's about what she does, does not matter. Drop your comments. If you're watching live, you can put hashtag live. If you're watching this in the replay, you can also add hashtag replay. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'd love to get back to you. So continue, please, K-Fit. Absolutely. So my next question for you is, if you could have three specific things in life just at your reach, what would those three things be? Hmm. Three specific things. I think the first thing that comes to my mind is health. Um, you know, I have some health challenges, but I keep going. So health, I will pull that down off the shelf. Um, you know, time and, um, I will say, you know, I'll say resources. And, and that's to me, that's a little different than just money. I mean, resources can be money, but resources is so much different. So many other things, you know, because everything isn't about money. Um, that's right. Resources can be so much greater than that. Nice. I, I do agree with you. Um, my next question for you is, do you think there is a difference between professional and personal development? Professional and personal development. Um, I don't really see them different as different. Um, I know there's a different phrasing and you, you could, you could categorize it as, um, professional as, you know, maybe your, um, corporate skill sets or, you know, more formal skill sets. But I think it all boils down to it's personal because any development needs to be about who you are um, as a person, um, your skill sets and your abilities and developing those. And that could be in a professional arena or more, you know, personal arena, but it's all personal development from my set mindset. Nice, very nice. So is it fair to say you are who you always aspired to be? Mm. No, I want to be much more. Okay. <laughs> I'm thankful that okay. every day that I get up, wake up and get another chance. Um, there are definitely things that I want to get right, you know, and right is relative, but do better. I'll say do better. Um, you know, that so, sort of, uh, stems from your last comment about your mom, you know, you spoke about the things that she did, you know, I guess later on in her life and she looked at life as, you know, she's enjoying it. She's doing things she can and wants to do regardless of age and. I think uh, even us here, we're pretty much doing the same thing because I know as I do music, for example, if I'm producing a new song, you know, I don't know how far it's gonna go, but I'm excited about it. And, yeah. you know, I'm not 20. So it's not like I'm trying to get a record deal. I mean, if that happens- You're great. not 20. Mm -mm. No. You're not 20? What? All right, fine, 30. <laughs> But the point is, <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, even when I'm speaking, I get a keynote. It's like, 
I'm excited. It's like being a kid in a toy store or a candy store. And I don't think about, well, you know, it's almost time to retire. You need to slow, slow down. What? I'm enjoying every single day. The good, the bad, and the indifferent. That's keeping it real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I want to, I feel like, um, you know, my purpose is still got, it's got more legs to it. You know, yes. I, I, I'm only just beginning to capture what I'm supposed to be doing. So, mm. you know, I, I want to keep that. going. I can dig that for sure. Let's talk about your greatest strengths. I feel like I, I kind of know some of them speaking to you this evening. Tell me some of your greatest strengths. No, well, you tell me what you gained so far this evening. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> okay, well, I can tell you what your greatest strengths are. You have discipline, you have willpower, you are ambitious, you are motivated, you're a go-getter, you know, you know how to utilize the resources around you, you're you're not a slacker, you you seem to be passive aggressive, more aggressive now, more passive um earlier on in your life. Um, you are a great mom, you are a leading example, and I can go on, but it's about you, so I don't want to steal the thunder. <laughs> Well, I would say that my greatest strength is my resiliency. Um, you know, like many people, you know, I could go through a laundry list of knockdown stories, but I won't. But the 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 story, the real story is that I keep getting back up and right. keep trying again. And I think that's my greatest strength. Mm. Nice, nice. Amen. Amen. I needed someone to tell me that at 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, like it's okay to get back up and, and, mm -hmm. and go, you know, dust off your knee, put on a big bandaid mm -hmm. and a bigger one and a bigger one. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, 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 I guess it's this comment I'm going to make still stems from the last couple of comments. Sometimes people have this mindset that at a certain age, a certain number, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to have and that's nice, and that can happen, but we don't always learn the lessons to position us to live that way. And since that is true for, I think, the majority of people, you know, just take life um, as it comes, not casually, because you take it casually, you can become a casualty. But what I mean mm -hmm. is, as you're learning and as you're growing, take it for what it's worth and appreciate it. Don't put yourself down because, you know, you're not where they are. You're not where someone else is. We're getting some feedback in the, in the in the group. But, you know, just keep doing the things that you really enjoy. And I think that's the main key to success. Doing what serves your soul versus what you're told. That's tweetable. Yes. Tweet that out. Tweet um, that out, somebody. Um, that is. That is. Uh, I, oh, my goodness. You said it. You said it. Uh, success is what serves your soul. I mean, too often we are measuring our success by someone else's ruler, someone yes. else's milestones, and it is so not the way to do it uh, because you will always fall short. You know, you you should be measuring it by your what your spirit and your soul tells you is what you're destined to do. Absolutely. And um, that that has once I really own that, um, even in this entrepreneurial space, it is a big issue in this entrepreneurial space because you can learn from other people, but you don't have to 
um, measure your growth by other people. And so there is a difference. Um, so I, I, I really love that statement. Absolutely. Any regrets about anything? I know you said you're not done. You, you have more to tell. Your story's not over. Um, anything that sticks out that you're like, oh, I should have never done that. <laughs> anything, you know, not um, personal-wise, but business-wise, you know, whether it was a decision to go to college or do a trade school or, you know, like your, I think your father said about the decision with the job, like, you got to stay here. Like, do you, right. did you ever regret that example? Well, I guess there are moments of regret um, because like, for instance, that same job story, um, I felt like I moved because um, I'm a faith-based person and I really tried my try to live my life by what God is leading me to do. And when I made that decision to um, leave uh, IBM to go to the next job. Um, it really, it was my feelings and not necessarily what I felt like God was leading me to do. And so once I got there, it wasn't exactly what I expected it to be. And so I had to sit there and, and kind of deal with it for a while, for a couple of years until I got an opportunity to move again. But that was a lesson that I learned. And so from that point forward, I realized that I had to move in alignment with what God was leading me to do. So I don't necessarily regret it because it was a learning experience. And each time, you know, if you have experiences that are not exactly what you thought it would be, look for the lessons in them and you turn regret into wisdom. Um, and, and, and that's what I try to do because sometimes when you live in regret too long, it festers into bitterness and all kinds of negative stuff. So look for the wisdom and keep it moving. Excellent observation. You know, my book, I wrote one of my books, um, I think the, my third book, radiate the brain and change the game. I talk about the benefit of making mistakes. So many of us shy away from mistakes and mistakes are teaching tools or learning opportunities and if you look at it that way you'll gain a lot out of life because if you live long enough you're gonna make a lot of mistakes so mm -hmm. that means there are a lot of lessons to acquire in the journey to wherever it is that you're going so um well said and i have mm -hmm. i do have a question for you i know you're a linkedin expert i see you go live on linkedin uh, you teach here on Facebook as well. Uh, what days do you do that? So I am uh, moving my show to Tuesday nights. Um, the new show hasn't uh, launched yet, but I have a Facebook group called the LinkedIn Hotspot. I'm so I go live there. Yes, you are. And the show is moving till Tuesday night. It'll start um, next month. I'll be announcing actually some um, some new things that are happening with the whole group and everything. And so I go live on Tuesday nights at eight o'clock. Are you Eastern or mid? What's Eastern, I'm sorry. Eastern. Yeah, I keep okay. forgetting to say that because I have people from all over the world that are part of the group and that watch and listen to me. And so it's Eastern. I'm, okay. I'm in the Washington, D.C. metro area. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, cool. It makes sense. Okay. And um, nice. you, so I, I will believe that that's definitely a big shift coming up for your show. In addition to that, 
are there any other campaigns, events, um, things that you got going on with the business that you'd like to share? Yes, I am actually one of the um, success partners in the Success Fest 21 um, event that's coming up August 25th through right. the 28th. And um, I'm excited about that because it is a um, virtual conference plus i say it'll say plus it's so much more than that but it's an opportunity for people to share their success stories their success words of wisdom so i'm proud to be one of the partners that is um you know producing this i am my brand is social media success network and so it all is in alignment because i'm very much about people being successful See, now you know why I couldn't make those meetings because I'm always doing this. I know. I know. And I so I was always trying to make sure that I got the information you needed. You know, all you have That's to do okay. is reach out to me. Look, I believe everything <laughs> happens in its right time. But uh, I definitely appreciate it. At least I got an ad that hopefully will be playing at some point throughout the, uh, the yes. conference. So that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, how can people contact you? So you can find me on most of the social media platforms at Miss Nina B um, on Instagram. You can find me Nina B Abdul Wakil on LinkedIn, and you are welcome to join my group, the LinkedIn Hotspot here on Facebook. That's my mom trying to call me. Okay, I guess we got to wrap it up. Maybe mom. she's trying to reach me. She's trying to ask you how to reach me. It could be, could be. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> well, well, let me not uh, delay the opportunity. K-Fit, you have any other questions before we close out? None at all. It was a pleasure. Nice to meet you. I would love to follow you. I'm going to stalk you nicely, professionally. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice meeting you. Yeah, she's my oldest. Thank you so I'm, much. I'm glad she's doing all the things she's doing. So this is great. Well, anyway, folks, if you enjoyed the, the program, by all means, leave your comments, leave your questions. We'll get back to you. Uh, whatever it is, you know, please be engaged. The only way to learn is to be engaged. Uh, we say that many people don't participate in their own rescue, but they want the results as if they had. So with that being said, radiate the brain, change the game.